0: Hey everybody, on our podcast we talk a lot about hanging out in Hollywood while on our way to being the next big thing.
1: I'm Mark Marchillo, a director, actor, choreographer, and writer. I'm William Leon and acting is my full-time job. And this is Made in Hollywood. On this episode, we'll talk about actors who've had real sex on camera. And also there's a dance cult emerging in Los Angeles. Strange. Strange. And Unprofessionalism.
0: Unprofessionalism. <laughs> <laughs> unprofessionalism
1: unprofessionalism on set what is professional and not professional on set (laughs) (laughs) and here we are with made in hollywood made in hollywood (laughs) uh how you doing mark i'm good man how are you doing i'm good we did just go on a walk
0: very nice walk it's a beautiful day in sunny santa monica
1: it is i always love coming over to santa monica because i I live over in the valley yeah the burb the burbank um it gets hot over there yep beautiful downtown burbank beautiful downtown burbank it is beautiful to look at but really uncomfortable to live in
0: but i have to say burbank is one of my favorite towns in the los angeles area
1: i mean it's where all the studios are yep i mean really it's where everything really is like very hollywood yeah it's what it's really what everyone like that people's idea of hollywood is really what burbank i feel like is and then hollywood is more like crap yeah it's crap. I once saw a guy um in a trash can throwing litter at me,
0: oh yeah, no, yeah. Hollywood is dirty in and Hollywood. dingy and yeah, but Burbank is great and it's clean and it's like there's a bunch of studios there. There's film labs there. there's it's a great town to shoot in the The film commission there is is really spot on and mm-hmm. positive. I really love Burbank actually.
1: Yeah. It's really beautiful. And it's where like the films are really made.
0: Yeah. Um most of the Yeah, absolutely. I mean, especially like if you look at all of those eighties movies and stuff where they're, you know, driving around the streets of, you know, whatever quote unquote town they're in, they're like almost ninety percent Burbank. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And like anytime you see uh, most of the time when you see New York in like a big film, it's usually the back lot of universals. studios
0: absolutely universal has a, a new york street so does warner brothers so does fox yeah they all have a new
1: york street yeah new york street it's it's very fun but uh speaking of uh movies and films uh actors that have uh had done the deed
0: okay so this is okay we have like we have wanted to talk about this subject for like three weeks or so yeah
1: a while we've been we've been yeah i'm very much anticipating talking about this because <laughs> i had no idea that this was happening and i'd heard of i'd heard like a whisper that that one of these actors had had sex or some kind of sexual act on camera for a film so obviously but,
0: i think Almost everybody in the world knows that when you see a love scene or a sex scene in a movie, it is quote-unquote simulated sexual situations, which means that they're not really doing it. Yeah. However, apparently for the last 20 years almost, there have been a few different films Mm -hmm. with pretty legitimate... Uh, uh, directors producers attached uh reputable and uh uh big stars Mm -hmm. attached uh who uh have featured real sexual situations in the movie
1: yeah i I, to me it's just so crazy i did a film once um it was called enter the dangerous mind where i were i was supposed to be having sex in the film but like Clearly, I mean, I didn't. Obviously, I. It was just like it was simulated. So, like, they choose like where they what they want to show and what they don't want to show to like make it look like it's actually happening. Even then, they like they shut they um they do they close like, the they set. close the set. They take they everybody s- off set. That means they, they take everybody who's not yeah. necessary. They so take them off set. You just have the director and the cinematographer, pretty much, and maybe the sound guy. I think was there, but that's it. Even for this short film that I just. Uh,
0: filmed. We did a one brief nude scene, and you know it was just the cinematographer and I on set. I ran sound, um, you know, and the one actor, and he steps into the shot, and that was it. Like yeah. we, we we get rid of everybody who's not
1: necessary. Yeah. So to to me, actually having sex on camera or doing any sexual actual sexual act for a film, it, I just don't think it, it. I don't think it's ever necessary, or I I don't think it really makes sense and for me like even with a closed set where you just have the director and the cinematographer there's no way i, I could mean, do that i couldn't do i mean let, let's talk about these these
0: pictures there's no there's, let's talk about them for sure <laughs> <laughs> because it's like some really famous actors yeah uh, chloe Sevigny is one of these actors who um a lot of people know that name chloe Sevigny uh kind of made her mark in this movie called *The Brown Bunny*. It was kind of the the movie that catapulted her to uh, fame.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And um, in apparently in the movie, she's in a scene with the director Vincent Gallo, uh-huh. and she gives him uh, she performs oral sex right on him. Uh, and she has admitted that indeed it is real. Uh, i wonder to myself
1: as a director as an actor i wonder why it very <sighs> yeah no i totally wonder why i mean it just i i just it just seems so unnecessary to actually do it and and then also for it to be like actors like in the um other film that we were talking about um what's, uh, Shia, Shia buff Lebe- Bo- so Sh- we were talking Sh- about
0: nymphomaniacs so which... Nif- is a uh is a lars von trier film Mm -hmm. and uh who is a a a big director very 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 famous director and shia labeouf as we all know is a very famous actor very um i didn't really know the the actress her last name was martin i think or or maybe it's uh the other actress um in it but (laughs) uh you know shia is naked all over that thing and the that film must
1: have like an x rating right i don't know because that can't be r it i I don't know i think it has to maybe it has
0: that nc 17 rating
1: oh i don't know
0: which means x but it's like x for a mainstream film basically
1: right right yeah i because i feel like there was a film that came out um a while back called project x i don't know if you remember it was like about a big house party okay um but i think i remember reading something like an article where they said the film almost got an x rating they said it was going to get an X rating, and then they had to take a scene out. Oh, yeah. I I believe. Um, well, they had to take a scene out so that it could just get an R rating.
0: The first movie in the 90s, I believe it was, Henry and June, to get an NC-17. They basically created the rating for this uh-huh. movie. Uh But, yeah, this is kind of new territory to me.
1: It is. And the film with, with Shia LaBeouf, what I was reading, and from what I understand, is I don't think it was the actual—I I think for that specific film, I don't think it was actually the actor's— having real sex but i think it was right like shia doesn't have i don't think i don't think shia has real sex there are some actors somewhere having real sex and i think they actually cgi'd those genitalia into yeah
0: i'm not even sure how they might have done that i don't know to be honest because like there are shots of shia
1: and it looks very real
0: and it looks very real it looks very
1: real he's
0: not adverse to doing full nudity on screen so To see him in this film uh, where he literally, you see everything, but you see everything plus size, (laughs) (laughs) I I was like, wow, Uh, but I don't know how they would have cgi those there were little shots there where i uh,
1: like yeah. i
0: don't know that that they really did do cgi in those moments maybe for the penetration
1: for maybe sure. not yeah maybe for yeah maybe for the actual penetration for the actual like act itself but maybe when shia was like standing there um naked then maybe that was real i'm not totally sure for that hmm. film um one i i had heard about though is uh robert pattinson another yeah. one i think for uh what how oh, is it house of what is it ashes it's, it's little ashes. little a- little ashes where which i've not seen have you seen it i've not seen it either is that the one where he's playing salvador dolly is that yes okay so um i i had heard for that one he masturbated i think actually masturbated um on on screen i mean they don't i don't think they're see and what i, I haven't seen the film so i can't say but i don't actually think they show anything I think he did it specifically for himself oh, as an actor to just like be in it, be in it. I wow. think he did it to be in it. Well, as uh, as Lawrence Olivier once said to Dustin Hoffman, it's called acting. It's called acting. And what's funny <laughs> is um, uh, I wish I had the exact quote, but um, Robert Pattinson had said uh, something along the lines of like you try and 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 act like you. You're like you're masturbating. It can't like it can't be. Well, he th- he said you can't do it. It's he said. I think he said something along the lines of it. It can't be done. Well, I gotta say, uh, as as a fellow human and
0: uh, male. I, I think if, if there's anything I've practiced, oh <laughs> more, I don't know, there's a lot of rehearsal <laughs> to
1: get it right. Yeah, I mean so. <laughs> I, I feel like it's completely <laughs> crazy that he said, you like, like it can't be done. And then also, I think the funniest part about him saying that is um, after he had done uh, Little Ashes and then he did Twilight, uh, he went on to do I think four other films. Where he um, masturbated in, in his character is masturbating in the film, but those he did not actually masturbate. Oh no! So he somehow figured it out. <laughs> Apparently it is possible. Well, maybe he got a little more practice. He there. got a little more practice after Twilight. I think he got a little more practice.
0: Maybe he. Maybe they called special rehearsals for that, so that, yeah,
1: once you know, he, <laughs> so he could once feel he, like he was doing it right. Yeah, once he nailed down m- <laughs> masturbating, then they then they called him for Batman. They were like, he's ready. I <laughs> he's mean, he's figured out acting now. <laughs> this unsimulated sex in Hollywood. I can't. I am uh uh yeah i know i'm i it, it's crazy it's totally crazy to me but that also brings me to this whole idea i know this unsimulated unsimula- sex thing has been happening for a while but i think there's a more recent thing going on where really in hollywood they're looking for like real like yep. real real yep. like let's say um they're hiring they're they want a, a character to play a doctor They'll, they're actually looking for doctors to play this to play these roles
0: yeah and I, and I this is this has become a little beef of mine because uh, as an actor you want to feel like you have y- you have scope to to play tons of different kinds of people and from different places from different walks of life and with different professions or or different uh, you know uh, nationalities. And it's unfortunate because I feel like now you see a breakdown for a British accent, right? A British British person. But it's like, but, you know, otherwise you fit the bill, right? Yeah. But you feel like you can't walk in there anymore because if you don't, like, if you don't have a legit, like, British accent, you know, you're not, they don't want you. They don't want to see you.
1: Yeah, I, I, I feel like there's a lot of that. I mean, I haven't run into – because I've auditioned for a few things for, like, British accents. And they'll say, must have a convincing British accent. Mm-hmm. But I do feel like some of the time they are, like, must actually be British which yeah. is crazy because like all these british actors come come over here and, <laughs> and do the, an, american doing an american accent. American accent.
0: <laughs> yeah, and some of them pretty poorly by the way. And and we don't say a word. We're all oh, we're fine with it. Like yeah. But apparently, I mean, oh, but also, I mean, if you if it's for a british accent, but you're an australian, oh, it's fine. They all it's all the same. Like they definitely know how to do a british accent, but an american, no. <laughs> It doesn't make any sense. Or they can, like, come over. They bring somebody over, do a Southern American accent. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, anybody can do that. Like, you know, do the whole Vivian Lee thing. But, like, come on. Like, that. It's it, it takes it away. It, like, they, they're really getting obsessed with, with
1: having – it to be you have to be that you have to be actually that person like, that thing whatever that person yeah. whatever whatever it is they they want you to be that um I feel like it really shows in like I I haven't started watching um Euphoria but that's that's a show where I think most of the actors on that show or a lot of them were not actors right they were people like plucked off the street
0: yeah like that's crazy rundown. like
1: like like the casting director I think one of them was like the casting director was at a gas station. Um, I, someone was telling me this story I don't know I, I, I don't know um, exactly like if it's all true But I think the cast nerd was at a gas station And they, there was just the guy behind the counter working And she just thought he had the right vibe for the role And mm-hmm. she asked him if he wanted to be in Euphoria What, uh, what, what, what gas station is this? Some I don't I don't know, some some random freaking gas Let, station. Let's
0: go. Let's go. Then. Yeah. I know. We should go. We should just
1: work at the freaking gas station. Is it is like that...
0: shrafs Like what is it? <laughs> what <what's... laughs>
1: Um So that's like another show and I know I have a friend that knows somebody on that show and he also wasn't an actor um beforehand. Um he was a uh he was a boxer, I think. I think he just was a um and he's a young kid that was just um boxing and wanted to go into I think professional boxing, and I think they hired him off his Instagram. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, just his Instagram. Wow, I mean, I it's kind of crazy. And then I don't know if you ever saw uh Florida Project, but that was one where the girl that plays the mom in that she was hired off her social media, and um I I find it very interesting because she. If you hear her talk in person, and you hear her talk in the film, it, she like really it, she she really is that character. Like mm-hmm. it, it, I mean, it is perfect for her. Yeah. Um. But it's just like they hired that person. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're not hiring someone to play that person.
0: Well, it also and then I heard uh, last a uh, couple weeks ago, um, Renee Zellweger is going to be in this new project, and she's uh, wearing a fat suit. Mm-hmm. And everybody had a a conniption about that. Like, right. oh, you know, they can't hire a plus-sized actor to play this role and i mean it's like guys where does this end though like you know why i mean can't- they, i
1: mean what what about um tom hanks in that new film coming out uh about oh, it's about some real person oh yeah about elvis elvis presley oh yeah he's like playing his manager yeah. he's he's in a fat suit for that i think
0: i don't i don't know if I he mean- is or not
1: I don't think Tom Hanks gained I, all that weight. I mean, for, but it
0: is like okay, so you know, what if the actor's supposed to be bald and they put a ball cap on it? Is that not okay anymore? Like, what? Where does it end? Like, oh, that person. has Well, to I have... don't know
1: because my because also my question is okay. So like, let's say you're doing like 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 a film like okay, so like just in, like how you said like is that is it bald? Is that okay or not? Like for theater, like what you would do is if like an actor um had uh no hair or they were bald you put a bald cap on them and then maybe like the actor like ends up like what if because of the story they end up growing hair for like some reason from some plot point then they would take the bald cap off it's not real it's all acting and it's all just well that's prefer- the whole point of That's the whole point of cinema it. is that yeah. it's
0: magical and you yeah. you use tricks it's all it's all fake. Everything you yeah. everything you hear, everything you see, it's all fake. It, where they're not in that town, guys, <laughs> they're on a back lot. Or yeah. they're over here uh, in Studio City. Yeah. They're like they're like all of that stuff. I mean, they don't look that good. That's makeup. Like that's, yeah. you know, where where does the realness thing and why are we so, and why are we so consumed by that at this point in time where did that why are we there
1: yeah i don't know i i i, I don't know what like dominoes fell to like get us get us to this point but it is very interesting the direction that it feels like a lot of casting is going what's interesting but, uh, to me is i feel like um like film and tv and theatrical stuff i feel like has a little bit they they have a bit more imagination than something like commercials oh for like, sure which, which is so weird to me because commercials will be like the actual job itself is like just like it's nothing i mean you're usually there's no actual lines you're just like making a quick look and you're on screen for two seconds you're driving a car you're, you're driving a, you're yeah baking cookies so, you're like but now for commercial auditions and i don't audition for a lot of commercials but when i do it's like film this scene in your actual kitchen, cook an egg, make, they say like bait, make an egg, um, and film yourself doing it because we need to see you actually making like an egg. No, no, no. Get, get
0: this dude. I did this. Uh, this was only about six months ago. I did this audition for Subaru. uh No joke. They had, they had us shoot no more than, uh, five scenes. It was uh-huh. five scenes, but because it was like Subaru out forester, whatever, outback back forester or something, they wanted us in the wilderness. You had to go, like, we live in Los Angeles, people. <laughs> like, they wanted us to go out somewhere, find trees, yeah, and uh, so that it looked like we were in the forest and shoot our audition, yeah, in the like, okay. Are you kidding me right now? Like, I, it, you can't imagine it. Like, while I'm standing in front of my backdrop that you guys made me put up because you make me do self tapes, and with my lights that you make me have because we have to all do self tapes and we all have to pay for all this stuff with my camera. Like,
1: it's crazy. It's crazy. There was, I, I auditioned for some commercial. I can't remember what it was, but they, they wanted a shot of me running upstairs, but they wanted a long staircase. So they suggested. Um, two staircases around the, that were around Los Angeles that they wanted me to go to. They want me to go to the God. staircase so, and just film myself running up the stairs because sta-
0: they can't imagine you running up a, st- yeah. a staircase, isn't
1: that crazy? It's crazy, like, yeah. what, what they're and,
0: asking actors to do these days. I mean, the list goes on. And what's and on. funny
1: is, like, back in the day, like, I when I was younger, I used to book a lot of commercials, and when it, and back then you would go in, um, and you, they would uh, they would like qu- tell you like a quick thing you had to do usually it was like uh, imagine that you're staring out out a window and you like see something like uh, uh, like some kid driving by and react to that and that would be it and then you do it and they'd say thank you okay you leave and then you book the job like like oh that's all i had to do the commercials were fine then yeah the, well, well what's, so, the what's so amazing ha- about commercials now yeah that,
0: that like <laughs> that we had to do all this other stuff when like back then well, what was wrong with the commercials back then
1: they haven't changed <laughs> they
0: haven't changed they're the
1: same but the only difference is there that we have to do all this crazy stuff yeah I just think that's so weird. I feel like there's
0: somebody out there just trying to see how far they can push actors until everybody snaps. <laughs> I feel like that. And then there's going to be a riot in this town. <laughs> like, um, Yeah, but I mean, talk about that. And I think it's really unprofessional of them to ask actors to do all of this stuff mm-hmm. um, where the actors are really taking on all of the responsibility here Mm -hmm. speaking of unprofessionalism i think we should talk a little bit about actors and Mm, like that kind of whether what's professional on set what isn't professional on set um i know that you told me a story the other day that i was kind of shocked by
1: yeah so yeah but but
0: not really shocked because i see it all the time not
1: really shocked because yeah because it it is something that like yeah i see it all, all the time but this one this is a particular instance that it bothered me. I was on set and um and there was an actor um there that had an earbud in one ear like we had j- we were basically doing the scene um but you know right when the right when we had cut to like for the director to give like some direction, she put an earbud in, got on her phone, and she's um, scrolling on her, and I'm sitting behind her watching, watching her. She's scrolling on her phone, the director's giving all this direction. She's not even looking at the director. I can't even tell if she's actually, if she's even hearing what the director's saying. And then, um, f- uh, finally, the director finishes giving directions. She says, "What? I'm sorry. What did you say?" And then she's like, "Sorry, I was writing down your last note." And I'm sitting behind her, right. and I see what she's doing on her phone. She's just scrolling through social media. She's on Instagram. Yeah. She's not writing down any any notes on her phone. Like, not, She's not writing anything down. Wow. I just I that
0: the duplicity
1: exactly. I was I ah. and, and and the thing is I I thought the director was the director is so great and like and professional and and nice and and really a pleasure to work with and it's just like it's just so unfortunate to have like that yeah it's just like
0: well I'll tell you from that director's point of view like you know you you see stuff like that and it really is disheartening because as a director, you have so little time, and you have so many things coming at you from all directions. That when you are talking to the a member of the crew, or the the whole crew, or the whole cast, or a or a an actor, like you have a very minute moment in time to get those points across because there are so many things on your plate. Yeah. So to have an actor. Or a crew member or anybody um, disrespect that I think is really unfortunate. I mean, if I were to see that as a as a director, I wouldn't ever hire that person again. Yeah, I, I don't understand what where that that actor is coming from. Especially like you get a good job, you're blessed. You're like you're yeah. I
1: mean, and, and it's I mean, it's not like we're not being paid to be there. We are. We're like right. I mean, like we were getting paid like a good amount to be there, and it's just like. Now I also, mean, it's just on like that,
0: any other job, and on, it yes, it's like the, any other job. But also on that account, whether you're paid or not, you agreed
1: to. You do did that agree. Job. You did agree. Um, in this specific instance, we were getting paid, and which is just another, which is just even crazier that like because that because it is truly like any other job. You like it, you're you're getting paid to do the work. You're not getting paid to to be on your phone while the job is happening. You know what I mean? Totally. Like it just wouldn't it just wouldn't
0: fly anywhere else. I mean to be honest, I mean that that's why on a lot of sets, I mean not the only reason why, I mean they uh, but a lot of sets will have you they they'll take your phone mm-hmm. or they will have you put it away. They don't want, they don't want to see it. Right. And I mean in that situation, or in any such, in any larger situation where I had that kind of control, I definitely would do that. I don't. I don't think I would want. If you walk onto set, you know, if you're in your trailer, or if you're like, uh, you know, on off time or what have you, you're you're taking a break. That's fine. You have your phone. You're doing your thing. Yeah, totally. But if you're on set, and I've called you on to set, like I want you to be there, and I don't want to see your phone in your hand. Yeah. I really, I really hate it. Yeah, I do too.
1: I I, 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 hate it. And then the other thing that bothered me is this, this particular actor. I, like, uh, it, like it's not great to say, but like, at least if the actor was like really, really good and talented and like, like it was just such a spectacular like sight to see when they were like acting, it's like okay, I'll give you like a little bit of a break because you're so freaking good. But this particular actor, I felt like, did not warrant like the like doing that
0: well that goes hand in hand though doesn't it yeah i I think almost you know most of the time you see somebody who takes things seriously who's really there in it to win it yeah they are those people who are so good yeah and they you can tell they've done their work they know what they're doing they know how to focus so i was in a choreography session last night um just to switch topics really quickly. Uh, And I was talking to this choreographer um, Uh and she mentioned this cult that is happening in the dance community here in Los Angeles. This is something that seems out of left field, really strange, uh, but um, apparently what I'm being told is that there is this religious cult that has kind of uh taken on these dancers who are content creators on TikTok and Instagram and what have you and they have brought them into the fold put them up in big houses mansions and what have you and like you know pay for all their stuff but they are the they are then kind of coerced into creating content 24/7 for this you know, for this quote-unquote management team, which is apparently called 7M Films, uh, but they're tied to this religious, almost sounds like a Scientology sort of church sort of thing. Right. Uh, and they're do, they're creating all this content that the church is then making money off of. These dancers are being cut off from their families. They're not allowed to speak to people that are outside of this church. Right. They have to go to these religious services. I mean, this is... This is straight out of, you know, Tom Cruise Scientology yeah. weirdness,
1: right? I mean, yeah, no, and it sounds I, I don't even understand it. Like I mean, I guess it's all money. It's all making money, I guess. But why does it I just why does it why is it tied to like a church cuz I was also reading that they that they're required to go to like a Bible study thing? Yeah. I, what is that? Like I don't get it.
0: I don't either. I don't Like
1: who who started this thing? Like what why is this like I, I I get that it's some way of like keeping people trapped in this in, in these con it must be some kind of contract or something that you like can't get out of. but why I just don't understand why it's got why it's like tight like why it's like got a religious aspect. It's fascinating. I'm I'm not quite sure, but I got on this
0: Twitter thread of Ms. Big Milk. Ms. Big Milk. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> Sorry, folks. <laughs> and she's she's posting all of this stuff about it. She she went deep with it. Um, this one girl, Miranda's family. Uh, I'm not sure who who Miranda is exactly, but um, her family like went on social media and posted a, you know, let help us help her um kind of video like she's trapped in this cult in los angeles
1: the the hard thing is to talk like to talk about it is like i feel like especially like with any type of cult or anything like that i feel like there's so much secretive stuff that goes on Mm -hmm. that it almost takes something like becoming as famous as how of as scientology where there's becomes all it comes out all these documentaries and so many people coming out and like and talking about it or it's like there's a lot to talk about about that but i feel like this is just so secretive. Like it's, I like what I I don't like I, I just don't even understand it. I, I I don't understand
0: anything like this. I mean I I I don't understand how people get
1: involved in
0: something like this. And well, I know
1: like for, um, for something like Scientology, I think some, I know th- I think some people are like born into that whole for sure whole they thing. Are, yeah. Um, I mean some people. Somehow making. I've passed those guys on the on the sidewalk. Where <laughs> they were oh, they, yeah. they like? Do you want to? I don't know what they call their test. Their their. Their whole they have you like hold on to the, oh, the things and they the test cans. they test yeah the cans the and they cans. they test your levels yeah and then they tell you all the things you need and they want you to buy the book but they don't call themselves Scientology because yeah. they know we all know that yes that name
0: D- Dianetics people all
1: that stuff from yeah.
0: L Ron Hubbard and all that stuff I mean I will say that it, it probably you know dancers are always getting the short end of the stick in Hollywood and they, they get paid very little they get treated like background extras um, not uh, nothing against background. Um, but you know, if, just so everybody knows, on set, background is the last to eat. They're the last to be thought of. They they don't they're not treated very well. Well, dancers are not treated very well, and they're not paid very well. And um, so I can see where something like this would be alluring for dancers. Right. Oh, you're gonna put me up in this gorgeous house and you're gonna pay me to do all this and you're gonna make me more famous which is what's happening with these dancers I mean it sounds good to me it's not i don't know where do i sign up but uh you know but i guess what the the, the flip side is that they're uh having to cut off from their families because so
1: they must be getting involved in some kind of contract
0: yes it's got to be it's got to be some sort of contract so it's got to be some sort of legal. i don't
1: understand hold as well yeah i guess so yeah some kind of legal hold I mean I've only seen like a few documentaries about like Scientology and stuff so yeah it's interesting how these people kind of like they kind of like somehow mentally trap you yeah um yeah they get you in there they they get you in there somehow well anyhow
0: if if there are any of our our great dancers out there um just uh be beware of what you're getting yourself involved with and apparently 7m films or 7m management or whatever it's called um just, uh, you know, beware. Don't do not do it. Don't do it.
1: That's why I don't dance.
0: Boom. <laughs> that, that was why.
1: That was why. That was why. That was why. That and I can't dance. For shit. <laughs> <laughs> Only in the shower. Oh, hey. I dance and sing in the shower. It's good stuff in the shower. <laughs> I,
0: I, I live my best life in that shower. Yeah, me too. So. <laughs> I'm the most me in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so I mean um, I guess I just have one more question for you
1: Who pays for porn? I don't Me neither